Hey Rockstars, it's the coach here. Hope you guys are doing great because I, I've got a guy called James Can. Uh, James Can, the man with the plan. Uh, this guy is a personal coach, professional bodybuilder, specifically focuses with working with champion CEOs, uh, with, our, with ourselves, with some of our clients. And one of the things that you don't talk enough about is the stuff in between our ears, our mindset. So here's what we're going to be touching on. When we touch on things that, you know, I, I look at, at conversations you know, or problems and, and how they're talked about. There's the known and spoken problems, okay? There's the, there's the known and unspoken problems. You've heard people say, hey, the, you know, nobody wants to talk about the elephant in the room. And then there's the unknown, unspoken problems. We're going to be covering off all of these different levels uh, with the following topics. We're going to talk about, you know, what is the, the mindset of a champion CEO. We need to know what that mindset is so that we can work towards it so we can get our brains to become a champion CEO mindset. But first of all, we've got to know what the heck that is. We're going to talk about the mindset that's needed okay, to build an A-team. And that mindset actually starts with you. It's, at, it's so critical that your mind is in the right place if it's not, you're probably dealing with chaos. You're probably dealing with people leaving you. You're probably dealing with not being attractive enough that, you know, um, you've got quality trades people and skilled people coming to your door. So we got to get our mindset right first. Okay. We will see you guys on the flip side. You owe it to yourself. It's only going to be 30 minutes uh, maximum. It might be less than that. But it's 30 minutes of really getting your mind in the right place so you can go to the right place and become the, the person that you know, you're meant to become. You become the best that you can be, whatever that is for you. Until right now, this very moment, contractors have always been on their own, not as tradespeople, but being alone and knowing how to take their business to the next level. They call us working class, they call us blue collar. They say that we don't have the smarts to become the business owner that we're meant to be. That is such bullshit. You have the ability. You're more than any of that. The question really is where do you get the insights that you need specific to contracting to systemize your business so you can get your profits to pay for your freedom? I'm Andrew Houston. I'm going to show you how to make more profits, how to get more control, how to get more freedom in the simplest, quickest way possible without any of that bullshit. Welcome to the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Listen up, level up, and if you learn something, like the video, subscribe to the channel, change your business, change your life. All right, everybody, welcome to another No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Um, I've, uh, I'm very excited to bring into the mix of today's No Bullshit Podcast um, a, a friend of mine, a person I've been working with that's uh, helped me um, in a lot of different ways. Definitely uh, a lot of help with uh, what's in between these two years. And uh, so I'm going to get my man. I've, I've got two amazing people on here. And uh, I'm going to get these guys to introduce themselves and just tell you guys, I got James, I think would be on the right of me. I got Liam on the left of me, uh, both very close and near and dear to my heart uh, as friends uh, and on the professional front. And we're going to be talking about mindset. We're going to be talking about, you know, how if you don't get this right, <laughs> it's like one of the biggest fucking anchors you can have to hold you back. Uh, and if you do get it right, it's probably one of the biggest amplifiers that it can, you can have behind you to, you know, leap you forward. So, without further ado, 
James, my man, welcome, brother. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, for sure. You look a little bit tired. What's what's going on? A different time zone or something? <laughs> oh, mate, you, you, we're, we're on at 7 a.m. here, so I haven't had time for all my meditation, all my beach stuff. And... No, I'm good, dude. <laughs> I'm ready to rock and roll. Where, tell everybody where you're located, what you do, and like, what what are you all about, brother? Okay, so I'm located in, uh, in Australia, up the northern part in a place called Noosa, a beautiful, beautiful little beach town. Uh, we just moved up here and I absolutely love it. Um, in terms of like what I do, I help guys perform at their peak and just be on their A game 24-7-365. I mean, I've been a, it started off with me in, um, uh, I originally wanted to, to go pro in rugby. And I wanted to, to, you know, play at a pretty high level there. I busted both of my knees up. And, you know, as you guys know, busting both your knees in, in professional sports doesn't go terribly well. Uh, and so that was over. And then I thought, okay, well, if I can't play rugby, what can I do? And I was like, I can get big. Like, I can get really jacked. And so that's when I went into bodybuilding and did that and did that on a professional level. And, you know, getting jacked was like my solution for most problems in life. And it got me so far and it did quite well. But... There came a time where I just wasn't performing. I wasn't feeling the way that I wanted to. And that led me down the performance route. I went through a battle with a heap of like personal stuff. Um, you know, I went through, I had anxiety, depression, bipolar. I had IBS. I've had a heap of like personal health issues. And that's led me even further and further down this thing where I've arrived at where we are now, where I work with awesome human beings like you guys and make it so that you are totally like on the ball all the time you're able to lead your companies i mean even within my own experience we've got a we've got a company we have uh we're up to 23 employees now i think it is um and uh and plus also a heap of guys who go in as well and one of the things that i noticed even with myself is that if i'm lacking or if i'm slacking off in any way if i'm not mentally well up here the business goes down but when i'm mentally on my a game and i'm feeling incredible then the business just goes astronomically up i mean we're doing 30 percent month on month growth at the moment which is really really cool and that's correlated with me being on my a game and so that's really what i teach now and what my whole organization is about it's about how do we make it so that guys absolutely guys and girls absolutely dominate in their personal lives in their health and then in their business all at the same time love it man love it and mr morin tell us a little bit about you what's your what are you all about my man what's your role of prop for contractors so kind of well <laughs> swiss army knife right now but um Mainly my responsibility is, is growing, obviously, the revenue and marketing side of the business. So making sure, you know, we're growing as a company, sales, marketing, lead flow, um, manage a lot of the content creation, uh, that kind of stuff. And yeah, I think right now, uh, so just like so everybody knows, like I kind of did a lot of phone sales for a lot of my life and in person. And now finally, I've kind of moved out of being like a, in the sales operator kind of mode and now going into the sales um team building kind of sales growth modes. It's a bit of a bit of a shift. But yeah, what what gets me up in the morning is yeah, growing people, growing the team, growing the business and just fucking helping a lot of people, which is yeah. what we're all about at Profit Contractors. Well, that is what we're all about, right? We're helping contractors get the profits, pay for the freedom, help them go from chaos to control and, and really net net is, is getting them to stop working so hard for so fucking little sometimes 
less than little, sometimes nothing, right? So I think every coaching company, essentially, their 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 students, clients, members, whatever, essentially, are all working too hard for too little. <laughs> like well, I don't you know, think I know a, a coach who right, like right, that right. isn't their avatar. Like yeah, every coach I know, no matter what industry they coach, like fundamentally, it's like the same thing. It's just people are working too hard for too little, and they're stressed the fuck out, and they have a ton of fucking health problems. Right, James? Mm-hmm. Like doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like you can hair salons, mm-hmm. you can coach contractors restaurants right like we know all the coaches for all the industries and i guarantee if we sat down all of our clients together they all have roughly the same problems yeah we you know what the common denominator is search with the letter h uh, you man or really they're they're humans right that's what we are we're humans right we deal with this thing you know where we think that putting in more time more time working harder working harder Oh, oh, I'm going to sacrifice. Okay, I'm going to sacrifice the next two years. Everything will be better. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to hit the plates. I'm going to become, you know, She-Ra or He-Man or something. And and the reality is that it doesn't solve the problem. So let's let's get down to the root of, you know, the, for the listeners. I want you guys to realize if you're first time listening to this, uh, when I say it's a no bullshit podcast, I really mean that. I, you know, I'm not going to let you guys walk away with nothing uh, for the amount of time that we have. I want you guys to walk away with tangible things that are going to, you know, either A, resonate with you, tangible things that you can actually take and apply and make your life better. Pretty simple, right? Can we touch on what you are saying just before quickly, yeah. Andrew? Um, because what I, I love what you said is the fact that, like, we think that we're going that by working harder and harder for longer and longer is going to give us exponential results. And it's so true, dude. Like, I love that you said that because – most people believe that like to their core and if we look at like where does this belief actually come from like why is it that we have this mindset because if you think about it right uh, for a lot of people working harder and harder for longer is actually making business worse right that's the actual evidence of it so where does this belief actually come from it comes from the fact that in order to start a business you need to have that work ethic in the first place because if you don't have that work ethic you never get it started but that work ethic only gets you so far. That work ethic's like the competitive advantage that you have in business over other people, which allows you to get from, you know, zero to six figures type thing. And it gets it, gets it up and going. But there's this brilliant expression. We, we, we touched on it last week, but we caught up, or the week before, we caught up. And so the, the, the thing that got you to where you are right now is not the same thing. It's not the same mentality that's going to get you to the next stage. And that's, I bet you guys see this all the time because I do. But the biggest thing is if you can't make that shift out of being the hustler and the grinder into the person who is going to think big picture and is going to think about building and growing the company as opposed to operating it, you will never be able to make that shift into having a business which runs without you and grows organically without you and actually provides you with the freedom that you want so that you can spend the time with your family, with your kids and do all the stuff that you actually want to achieve in life. I really love that you brought that up, man, because until we make that shift out of being hustlers and grinders, we never actually become a successful business owner. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm glad you highlighted Also, because humans can't understand exponential growth, like they don't, positive or negative. Unfortunately, right? Like what do you mean? monkey brain. Humans, like humans can't, comp- like our mind doesn't allow us to, to to visualize exponential function, right? We only think a lot like linear, right? Like the best example I always give to people, which is a great one, which always does people's head in. If you're Canadian, you'll understand this. But for James, oh, whatever, I'll make them understand it. So there's a place in Toronto called the Sky Dome, James. It's like our biggest 
venue. Like it's like if you two plays in Canada, they're playing the Sky Dome. It's the biggest venue we have. It holds like a hundred thousand people. Right. And if you take a shot glass full of water and you put it in the bottom of the Sky Dome and you start exponentially increasing the amount of water in the Sky Dome, the point at which the Sky Dome is half full and the point at which the Sky Dome is completely full is only one step function. Right. It's only one power higher. Human beings don't understand this because everybody will sit in the dome and be like, a lot of water filling up. Interesting. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, it's only half full. And then it's like all of a sudden everybody's underwater. And the point I'm making with this is that our brains don't also understand the inverse of exponential, of, of de-exponential growth, where we're working harder and harder and harder, right? And we're actually getting a, a negative exponential return on our effort. But we don't understand this because our brains just physically, like as monkeys, we can't do this. It's just unfortunate. That's why we got to have computer. Yeah. So so let's let's get something tactical here, something that these guys can apply. So you you maybe you're driving in your truck. Maybe you're home with the family. Maybe you're supposed to be at the dinner table and you're doing fucking quotes. Maybe you're driving out to a job site, you know, and you're saying, hey, I'm going to be late for the thousandth time. Okay. Yeah. Here's, here's what I want. I just want you guys to think about this. And, and I'm not going to say I have the absolute perfect. What I'm about to tell, tell you is not perfect. But I want you to start thinking differently. So one of the key ways of thinking differently is asking yourself different questions from a different perspective. So if we say to ourselves, right, you know, from a, from a working hard perspective, right? Oh, man, you know, if I could just put in another 10 hours, if I could just, you know, you know, get a whole bunch more work, if I could notice the common theme, that's like more and more and more and more and more. Now, I'm not saying I don't want you to make more profits. I'm not saying I want you to get more freedom. I'm not saying I don't want you to get more control. I want you to get all that. But you, but if we don't start asking the right questions, we're not going to shift the way that we think. So imagine if you start asking yourself a little bit of a different question. And, and you might think this is a little bit of a bullshit question, but let's get a shift. How can I get this business to be as profitable as possible, doing the least amount as possible? Not as much as possible, but the least amount. I mean, James, what would be a question that, you would get them to think about to get a shift in how they're looking at things what would be or or different you know efficiency is the first thing it's like how efficient and how effective like no bullshit and this is the, this is the thing too we always love to think that we're efficient we always love to think we're totally efficient i mean the best um, way i have of putting it is like before you have a kid you think that you're super busy right you think that you got lots going on then you have a kid and then you're like where, like, where did I have all that time? You leave me know that feeling, right? I'm about so to I say to Italian all the time, like, what did we do before this kid? Like, what the fuck was What did we do with all that spare time? What did we do? so much time, <laughs> right? And that just shows there how grossly inefficient we are in a nutshell. It does. And there are so many times that we can actually go and improve our efficiency. Now, there are going to be two types of people who react to this. One of them is going to be like, fuck this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about, right? And we're going to immediately put up a brick wall. In which case, that's cool. Like, I understand well, get, where you're at. Get off at. the podcast. Okay. Stop listening to it. Stop you wasting know? your time. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to be that rash. But yeah, okay, get the fuck off the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then there's the other type of person who's like, huh, like that's really interesting. How can I be more efficient, more effective? And then this stems back to another thing, which is growth mindset. Um, one of the things that I was taught by one of my early mentors was don't look and say, like, but I used to have a real problem with thinking that I was doing really well. So I was like 20 years of age. I was making like uh, 500 grand a year at this stage, I think it was. And for a 20 year old, like I thought I was doing like super well. And I thought that I was like the best and I thought I was absolutely dominating because I was making half a million dollars a year. 
And like, that's pretty cool money. That's, that's nice and all. Um, but if I had the growth mindset at that stage, by this stage, I would have had a business that would be on like, you know, using the exponential theory, I'd be at like $100 million per year right now if I took the opportunities that I had back then. But I didn't because I had a fixed mindset. And I thought that I had it all figured out and I didn't think of ways where I could be better. I thought I'm making half a million bucks a year. I'm driving around in a convertible. I've already bought a house, already done all this sort of stuff instead of thinking, how can I do it better? And so if we use this growth mindset of thinking, how can we always improve? And then we apply that to our efficiency, we'll dramatically amplify how well we work. And that's where we can get synergistic growth. And synergistic, before I go into, I won't go into too many more different theories. I don't want to, you know, throw out too much crap, but. Uh, if we can look at how we can make every single unit of energy more effective, every single thing that we do more effective, so that instead of getting one plus one equals two, we get one plus one equals three, and we can amplify and maximize how well we work, that is the best way to increase profitability, scalability without burnout while maintaining freedom or increasing freedom and being able to do the things that we love. Do you have an example of that? I got one. Do you got one? Yeah, first of all, sleep, right? Most people sleep atrociously, like really, really terrible. I'm waving my hand, right. everybody. James looks at my sleep and he's like, okay, this guy, is he still alive? Okay. Yeah. Well, Mind you, credit to you. You are, you are statistically double what you were before. So I'll give you credit on that one, like statistically way better. But yeah, sleep is a big thing, really, really big thing. Um, if you look at, at sleep in our, and society's, uh, uh, viewpoint towards sleep, our view, view of sleep and the way we judge it, we think that it's just this useless thing that we do at night, right? Which is a pain in the ass because it makes us stop working. Um, really what sleep is, sleep is a, is a super important thing, but if we look at it from a business sense, sleep is the productivity amplifier, right? If you sleep better and you sleep more to an extent, your productivity will shoot through the roof. Uh, I mean, even Elon Musk was talking about sleeping any less than six hours a night, and that dude's like on a different like scale, but if he sleeps there any less than six hours per night, his productivity goes down. Yeah, what do we all try and do? I mean, I did this. This is how I burnt out and gave myself anxiety and, 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 and depression like the first time um, was by trying to sleep four hours a night, train six hours a day and work the rest. It was stupid. But we all have this terrible mindset, not all of us, but a lot of us have this terrible mindset towards sleep. So what we need to do if we want to amplify our productivity and amplify our effectiveness, we need to make sure that we sleep really well and we get a good amount of sleep in the key areas. We have roughly, roughly speaking, we have light sleep, deep sleep and REM sleep. So we need to make sure that we have it evenly broken up into those three areas so that our body recovers properly, our mind recovers properly, and we're ready to absolutely dominate for the next day. Love it, man. You know, think about it, guys. It's uh, your brain's an engine, right? You, you, you get that thing too hot for too long, right, without it being able to reset and cool down. No matter how expensive, no matter how high performing of an engine it is, you, you're going to break the fucking engine, okay? It's it's not going to be running at its optimal speed and torque and performance if you're not allowing, if you're not taking care of the engine, right? Liam, what have been some of the things that, you know, you've been working with James for a while now, what have been... Maybe if, you, if you're if you're open to it, sharing some of the personal things of like where you were at and now where where you're at from a, a mindset perspective and and how it's some of these strategies have helped you. Well, yeah, I think like listen, we're all like there's no we're always we're always a work in progress too. Like there's no end state, right? Like this is not something you just well said. Like, 
fix. <laughs> yeah, same with your business. Like you never stop working on your business, right? When you have the mindset of like, oh, I figured it out. Like that's probably when you got complacent and your business dies, right? <laughs> and like how many times got, not don't want to name names. Um, actually, a, a funny anecdote. I had a call today with a former client who, who messaged me and they're like, yeah, like we want to sell our business and um, maybe, or maybe pass it on to one of the employees. And I was like, cool. So I was like, let's, let's, you know, how are your numbers? I was like, okay. So I'm like, so the year since you're not in our program, your profits are down, your sales are down, seem more stressed out. Right. And right. When these people laugh, they're kind of like, yeah, like we got the systems in place and like, we got to get handling things. Like we, 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 you know, we, we figured it out. Like we can go off on our own. It's like, okay, cool. Right. Like that's fine. But then funny, it's like, okay, we want to sell our business. And I'm like, well, hate to break it to you with that net profit. No one's going to want to buy that business. Right. And it's that same mindset of like, oh, I figured it out. Right. And like, and I'm not trying to be rude or cocky, but I think for the vast majority of like personal trainers, coaches, you know, teachers, whatever, anybody in that, like whatever, Rob's plumping in like the teaching mentorship world, right? Like whenever a student leaves and they, they're like, yeah, I got to figure it out. I think like 99.9% .9 of the time, James, maybe correct me. If you were to check in on those students, they're usually in a worse place than when they left. Totally great. Right. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, so Unfortunately, Liam, Liam, right? just a second, just a second. So everybody, everybody listens in this podcast. You, if, if this is your first time. And this is not a pitch, right? Like that you need to get coaching. Yeah. You need to, I love you know, it. it's more of like, it's, it's like, like James was saying, it's like, it's this, it's, but it's, it's not, you, you stop having a growth mindset, right? Mm -hmm. you, but you should get you, coaching. You should buy all of our coaching programs on this call. We'll have all the, links, <laughs> we'll have all the infomercial. And if you buy this, and then Matt will swoop in and he'll sell something else at the end and put it on a big combo and Jeremy will throw a ribbon on it. But yeah, no, no. Okay, so hold hold, the, hold the phone. Hold the phone. So Liam, you don't get off that easy, brother. You get the wrong guy. You get the wrong guy that's on this call with you. So <laughs> what have been some of the changes that you've made? What have been some of the things, the impact specifically to Liam Morin, not Ted Fred and Harold? You didn't let me. Anyways, I had to, I had to change it. Let me finish. Yeah, go for um, it. I used to talk really, really, really fast all the time. If anyone knows me <laughs> all the time, I don't do that as much anymore. So part of that was me learning to just kind of slow down, calm down a little bit. Uh, I used to not sleep. Yeah, definitely sleep is the thing I didn't use to sleep as well um, or as consistently. Now the baby obviously throws a whole, a whole wrench into the cards. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a really hard time being present with, with not, not only just my partner, but with, with other people. And I think one of the other big things is I never really, like I just, yeah, I, I adopted the mindset a lot of the time of like the best way to get out of all of these problems is just to work harder, right? Is just to like constantly bite down on the mouth guard and walk forward. And, and I had to push myself to a point where like it was very painfully obvious that it just doesn't work. And I think for everybody, everybody has to have that experience of being like, okay, like I've 100% learned the lesson that I can't do that anymore. It's just not the, it's not the solution, right? Like you have to learn that painful lesson. It's unavoidable. Um, and then I think also just a couple of things, like just like, like, like the small hacks, like fucking ordering, like ordering prepared meals, not to cook my lunch anymore. It like seems like such a like inane thing but then when you start doing it you're like oh yeah this saves me a whole bunch of time and a whole bunch of effort and energy and i eat better and it's just less stress you know like there's all these things that you learn where you're like oh 
And it's again, it's, it goes back to like the growth mindset and the value of your time. You're like, what is my time worth? What's important to me, right? And what am I going to do to change the parameters of my life so that I can do more of that? Awesome. Awesome. So like everybody listening in, there's a pretty high chance you're going fast. And by the way, very similar to Liam, um, I would talk fast, but I was also scattered. Hey, James, all over the place, man. Like, no. Like a, like a bouncing ball. Right? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, people talk about ADHD. They talk about all these different things. But the reality is that in order to get focus, you know, James, you taught me this. You've got you to have a way to slow down. You have to have a way to, you know, hit uh, sort of the, the reset button on the brain. And one of the things that I so share with everybody is and I've become to love it is meditating. Okay, so I'm I meditate every day. I just started just let you know, James, meditating just before I go to bed, uh, just in the last mm-hmm. like two sleeps, and that helps tremendously for me. Because look, as entrepreneurs, we're jacked. We're like, we're like so we're so passionate. We're junkies. Yeah, we are junkies. Man. We're adrenaline junkies. We're very passionate. What's that? I was. That's when I met James. I was like full junkie mode. Yeah, it's a high. It is correct. Yeah. Is that right, James? Tell, yeah. tell us a little. Tell us. Just spend maybe, maybe yeah, explain a, a, mi- a, a minute on the chemical side because I do want to talk about uh, what, something that's really, really important um, uh, in just a second. But tell us a little bit about it on the chemical side. What goes on? The chemical side, in terms of why we're at junk, junkies and addicted yeah. to like work and whatnot. Yeah, cool. So there are really there are three states that we look at. Okay. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to break it down into two. We have the present state where we're here and now and we're actively engaged in every single thing that we're doing here and now. And we have a certain set of neurotransmitters which operate in that here and now where we're totally present in this moment, right? Um, the here and now is like being involved in a conversation. So like as we're here, I mean, have you ever been in a conversation with someone before who is just so intently listening that there could be a bomb going off outside and they would still be listening to you. Like it's just like that level of intensity in conversation. And it's really nice because you actually feel heard, right? That's here and now. When we have the other, other end of the spectrum is when we're thinking always about the future or about the past, right? And we're looking for things outside of this present moment. And this one is more of a dopamine driven thing. So when we, who's a, you guys might've had this before. Have you ever had an argument with someone and you go away from it and you're running that argument through your head and thinking, I should have said this, I should have said that, that would have got in, I would have got in there if I did this and this and this. Stupid thoughts, right? Because it's not going to change the fact. Like the past has already happened, it's gone, let go of it. But we keep that, like holding on to that. But we feel good when we do that. And we feel good when we're ranking, like running that through our mind. We always get a little bit G'd up. And then the other side of that is like looking forwards to the future and moving, moving in front and looking at all the stuff that we're going to build. I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this. And we get really excited and really amped up and pumped up about these things that we're going to do in the future. So that's dopamine talking right there. Dopamine's a really amazing neurotransmitter, right? Really amazing brain chemical. Uh, it's the reason why that we, why we are motivated. It is the molecule of motivation. It is the thing that allows us and gets us going. We as business owners really like dopamine, hence why we are willing to work really, really hard in order to achieve a reward because we're highly motivated human beings. 
at the same time, it's why we're so prone to addiction. I mean, geez, uh, we have helped so many business owners kick $10,000 a month cocaine habits. Like we've lost count now. How many business owners have massive cocaine habits, right? Uh, massive alcohol habits, uh, pornography, uh, sleeping around, all these things because dopamine is involved in all of those processes. And it's when we start looking into that and we start understanding how dopamine works and, and what effect it has on us that we can start to fix a lot of these problems that we have. So the reason why we often start to crave work is because we're craving dopamine and the solution to it is to become present. If you want to be more efficient, more effective, and better, I mean, I'll give you another example. Have you ever noticed um, if you're somebody who does think uh, like constantly living in the future and you're always thinking about the next thing that you've got to do. Have you ever noticed that, that thing that you've been thinking about doing or think of, you've been thinking about achieving, you know, making a million dollars a year, when you get there, you've already moved on to the next goal. Like you don't even recognize that Oh my God, that goal oh my you God, you're like, you're in my head again. Yeah, you're on to the next one. It's funny, isn't it? Like if we actually take a step back, we, we, we zoom out 40,000 feet and look down from us. We suck, we suck at celebrating. We suck at oh, celebrating. Yeah. We don't go through. We don't actually live in the now at all. It's always on to the next thing. At Christmas, you're thinking about what you're going to do on Boxing Day. On Boxing Day, you're thinking about, okay, well, I've got to get this and this and this ready for the next for the New Year's. You know, you, you're always thinking about this birthday party you've got coming up or this trip you've got coming up. You're thinking about it. But then when you're on the trip, you're thinking about work or something else. There's never a time where we're actually here and now. And that's because dopamine's got us by the balls. Wow, dude, that, like seriously. And for those listening in, you might, you might have been having some aha moments of, of like, you know, what James is saying totally has resonated with me. And now it certainly makes sense. I mean, guys, understand that awareness is one of the keys to solving a problem, right? And if you weren't aware of this, like I wasn't aware of it, then you're not going to be able to do the necessary things to, to solve some of these problems, right? So, a lot of times, you know, let's take some more meds, let's take some more of this, more of that. Maybe it is alcohol, maybe it's Coke or whatever. And then, oh, yeah, that stuff, actually, definitely cocaine will give you some focus. Yeah, also give you some other problems, right? So, um, you know, we've got, there, there's ways um, to to get away from that addiction. And, you know, for me, one of the biggest things that's worked for me is when I'm meditating, man, that's such a fucking peaceful place. Like it really is amazing. I'm not saying that's the only place. Liam, what's one of the places for you that's that allows you to be or one of the things that you do now that allows you to be more present? Look, one of the things that's yeah, always for me been a place where like and it's funny because we talked about this the other day, James, at the time dilation thing. Um where when I'm when I'm doing like like hard hard training, hard working out stuff. Right. Like where I can just completely like be present, disconnect. Like James taught me when you're doing something and you're super present, right? Time moves super, super slowly. Right. But when you're always scattered and thinking about the future, right? You're always you're like, there's never enough time. Right. <laughs> it's a, it's a bitch. Now there's a whole quantum physics theory, and <coughs> whole, like, obser- observers theory on this. But when I, yeah, when I train really hard, when I get out of the house, go to the gym, I find that's a space where I get super present, super focused. And I'm just doing that one thing and only that one thing. Now, of course, like, like something like I'm a human thoughts come into my head, but on a much smaller scale, um, hunting definitely would be one. That's a big thing. I think for both of us, Andrew. Yeah. I love That's it. a really big one. Yeah. That's an unbelievable um, focus. Amazingly, you can be sitting in a spot for hours and whether or not yeah. 
something comes in the view or not, you're just so present with nature. And just being in nature in itself is, I think, something that all humans, you know, it, it's good for us, right? I tell a lot of people, like, just like, just, you don't have to hunt, you don't have to shoot a gun. Like, if you're not in any of that, whatever, you can be a vegan. But just getting up early and going outside and sitting down and watching the sun come up, that alone, I think, would help a lot of people. Like that experience of getting up like an hour and a half before the sun, going somewhere, sitting down and being super, super quiet and not moving and watching the sun come up and watching like the world come alive. That in and of itself is probably better than most there. Just being there in nature is amazing. I mean, if you want the science towards that, um, there are these things called fractals in nature, which are like these little, they're just these things that exist in nature. They're called fractals. Um, That's all we really need to know and go over. But what they do is it's just like it's like an image in nature that we see yes. have you ever just like looked into nature before and you're like this is so cool like you sit out in your balcony and you look out on a mountain or you're in the woods and you're just looking around you're like this is actually like really nice i feel really peaceful and really calm really chilled out you're camping hunting doing whatever you're doing what it's actually doing which is fucking awesome is that it's actually inducing a meditative state in you just by being out in nature. So it actually increases these brain waves, which are called alpha waves, right? And this is like the calming brain wave. It makes you feel relaxed and peaceful. That's why when you go hunting, you come back and you're just super chill. Or you go camping and you're super relaxed and you sleep really well too. Like when you sleep, you sleep like really, really deep. If we can just spend more time in nature, you don't have to sit down with your, you know, fingers touching like this and then go and cross your legs and om and meditate. Like you don't have to do that. If that's not your jam, like I don't, I don't mind it. I quite like it. It seems to work for you too, Andrew. But if you can just get outside in nature and just be more present in nature, spend a bit more time there, go and spend a week away and leave your fucking phone at home, right? And just be there, be there with your missus, be there with your man, be there with your kids, or just be there by yourself and be in nature. You will chill out massively and be way more present. Being out there with your kids, being present, no conversation whatsoever, and the sun is coming up. I'm looking over at him, and, like, he's at peace. He's, like, got a big smile on his face, and he's, we're just out in nature. It's just, like, absolutely amazing. You know, so um, before we start wrapping things up, I, I wouldn't mind going a little bit longer than I normally do. Is that okay with you, lads, or, or, or what? We, good? Okay, so th- there's something that I won the tables uh, beyond what we've been touching on. Well, it's, it is definitely related, which is this word called worthy, being worthy enough. Hey, Rockstar, I hope you enjoyed that one. And if you did like this one, join our private Facebook group. Profitable Contractors Association. It's one of the biggest communities for contractors with over 10,000 members where you get the latest insights to help you delegate, dominate, and deliver so you can take your contracting business to a whole nother level.